Good morning, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Queer Voice, a news, views, and culture show brought to you from a queer Latino perspective. I am your host, Michael Aaron Casares, and yes, we are indeed living in queer times. Now, I'd like to welcome all again to uh, this broadcast podcast, which has uh, spoken mostly about um, some of the goings-ons of the previous few weeks. Um, the most predominant factor, of course, being the Jeffrey Epstein case and all that's being revealed by uh, these new indictments and new arrests that are being brought down from um, evidence and uh, research done by many in the fields. And there's been a lot of controversy, of course, regarding that entire debacle. And it's important to note that uh, the main things are, and those at which we should focus, the freedom of the children, and of course, where all of um, all of this may happen to lead. So, in the course of his arrest and the discovery of flight logs that included him and many well-known and well-to-do and powerful individuals, whether they be uh, members of the Hollywood Society or the financial and banking societies, um, the scope of the crimes that were perpetrated by this individual were massive indeed, so um, justice, it seems, is going to finally take place for that. And the Epstein case and everything that is involved with Epstein and his Lolita Express and his Orgy Island, the Little St. James Islands in the Caribbean, or even, uh, what else do they call it? I guess Pedophile Island, um, where it is said that... uh, these types of activities took place um, under his roof um, as a host to these individuals. Well, we'll get more detail into that, I would guess, as the um, investigations continue and the trials will begin. Um, the new words that have been coming out regarding that, especially in the news and such, is... Uh, he may have, in fact, been some type of um, informant or plant for um, another group. So um, that would tie into Alex Acosta and um, the constant cries for individuals to have these people taken out of office and tie them to um, the president and things like that. Well, in regards to Alice Acosta, um, I did previous hold that he was a member of the swamp and that, you know, it was quite possible that Trump had um, placed there for a purpose. And for the time being, I would say that that could be accurate. Um, he may have made a deal or he may have provided some type of information to the administration and was in such a place that um, 
he would be able to uh, do that um, in order to, I guess, secure some sort of immunity or um, and possibly um, bow out of the scene, uh, retaining a face that is uh, not dishonored by its countrymen. So anyways, um, in that regard, uh, he has um, decided to resign, and that was news as of yesterday or earlier today. It's yesterday now. And uh, he um, will no longer serve as um, a labor secretary for the Trump administration. So uh, Trump did note that that was his decision and not that was a Costa's decision and not his own decision. So um, it, interesting turn of events there. But um, Acosta did quote, and I did see his press conference that he held, um, that uh, Epstein, he had been told, was uh, protected uh, by the higher-ups and was not to be dealt with harshly. So apparently, even though he disagreed with a lot of what had happened and a lot of the evidence. He had been kind of forced to choose that way. So whether or not that is a fact and whether or not he's using that now as a way out um, for the things that he could be facing or could have faced, I think the most important questions that need to be focused on now, because we're done with Acosta, like, regardless of whether or not he knew justice may be served later, at a later time, or whatever, but now we have to focus on who was it that they were speaking of when they said that he was a protected individual, that he was being protected by the higher-ups and not to go harsh on him. That is a question that I think most should now consider. So that would lead you to like a very, very, very interesting piece of paper trail. So I won't even bother. I just know that there is a lot of damning evidence that's coming out and there are a lot of indictments that are sealed. And it seems that as these indictments are now being unsealed, a lot of them have to do with this very topic of pedophilia or of human trafficking or of Satan worship and sacrifice. So I think actually those ones will probably come out later. But there are a lot of names that have been implicated and there have been lists that have been leaked. And a lot of them do include the names of individuals whom I have said personally in my personal life to individuals whom are like, why is he saying that? Um, but like I have said that, uh, you know, you know, your queen won't be your queen for much longer. And I've also said that there will soon be a huge vacuum in the, um, arts arena to include, um, uh, celebrities, um, actors and actresses, musicians, um, there will be artists, and there will be writers, and um, it'll be interesting to know, and I guess not interesting so much as from uh, a, a subjective perspective, like when we're talking, I mean, yes, this is going to be subjective, obviously, but when we're talking about topic, the topic of the conversation, uh, that is despicable in itself, that is ingratiating it's gross it's it's inhumane it's it's deplorable but uh, when we're talking about um 
history and the way things are being written right now and how uh, life is being revealed to itself and people are slowly waking up because uh, it's been asked to me, well, I thought you know what happened with these individuals and with this idea and like how it was going to end and the way i see it is that it will most likely eventually just become when i say it what i'm talking about is this old world view that was co-opted by a small group of individuals whether they be family or businessmen or business partners or whatever or friends um but whatever this co-opted history was that uh took a lot of humanity away from us and hid a lot of reality away from us for the longest of times. Um, it's interesting to know how it's coming apart um, and the way it's being done. Um, so that's what I mean by interesting, because of itself, it's not interesting to have children raped and abused and murdered for sex and for money and for power and for blackmail and for things like that. Um, I was thinking about it very heavily the other night, and it made me very sad because, and not sad in like, you know, a wimpy kind of way, but like sad in a way that it was very much so... I was thinking, because there are all these angles were coming at me, and I was kind of thinking like, well, if Epstein was in fact uh, some sort of honeypot maker, wherein he had blackmail on all of these powerful individuals, or, I don't know, was he set up to be that individual? Because people are trying to figure out where his finances come, and a lot of the arrows are pointing towards the um, owner slash founder slash creator of Victoria's Secret, so uh, who also dealt with Disney and also dealt with, um, had ties to Disney and um, Nickelodeon, if not created, and were president of, I forget the name, I'd have to go look it up again, but Vexner was definitely involved in that, and um, so... And I apologize, I'm talking in such, like, a hushed tone. For for one, I am recording at, you know, in this now. For two, I've been ill as of late, so... Um, anyways, back to what I was saying. I was thinking that if he were some sort of honeypot maker for these individuals, and like I said, I don't know if he was, he was funded, because he may have been, and... It, Lord knows why he was, and I, I would have to research into those individuals and what they were doing, but from what I understand, they did also, uh, when I'm speaking to them, Vexner and them had to do with, like, uh, human trafficking and stuff like that. What was the end goal? What was the point? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but what I could tell you is that he was um, at least used as uh, an individual who provided that service for the FBI or CIA and stuff like that, but also for um, maybe for dark hats like the deep state to control individuals, like in the arts industry, like, um, I don't know, because names like Madonna and Beyonce and Lady Gaga and such are on these lists. And, um, you know, I laugh when I think about, like, you know, Beyonce going and, I, I mean, Jay-Z and them. I, I mean, I it kind of is a joke until it's a reality. 
And a lot of this has been a conspiracy theory until recently, and now it's being proven true. So uh, here, yet again, we find this huge conspiracy theory of, uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and the things that he's uh, been doing um, throughout this entire period and those whom he's involved in all of this and um, um, provided for. Uh, here we are creating a reality of something that was once painted as an illusion and as something to um, distract and discredit that was totally false and unreal. So am I going to complain just a little bit? Um, because even now you still have people on that side of uh, the perspective, which is minimizing. And that was the point is that eventually that voice will just become minimal. They'll, they'll be the marginalized voice. They'll be a very, 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 very small minority um, will believe, you know, that uh, the Clintons were right, and they'll believe that, you know, this whole Epstein was just a conspiracy theory, right wing, and that, you know, you're ridiculous because they're still out there now. And the heinous part, I believe, is that, you know, they make up information with the intent of tricking one into belief, which is, I find, I find that deplorable, because if you're going to lie, I mean, it's one thing to lie and not know the information, it's somewhat ignorant, you know, it may be passion-based, it doesn't mean that you have to condone it, you know, but the intent is not to deceive or be malicious. Um, but when you make up information just to prove a non-existent point or to back something that you have no evidence thereof, there is not even the ability to stand on an idea that you would find worth defending. It's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. So it's out there. It's there now. Um, you face it now. And like, if you go on Twitter and I don't really use much other social media. In fact, Twitter's the only one that I used to engage in any type of social debate or commentary. Um, you have many people that just say things that don't even have a founding in their origins. Like, why are you saying what you're saying when what you're saying has not even been proven? Or, you know, I mean, why are they running with it with such malicious intent? And another interesting thing is that most of these individuals are, you know, they don't show their face. So that's something that I think is even more ridiculous because they're kind of like the digital Antifa. They're like the World Wide Web of Antifa. And they're just there to, like, say stupid things and to attack and to, I don't know, probably spy and patrol the interwebs and see who's doing what and who's doing when and why and where and how. But it makes no difference either way. Antifa trash um, are finally, finally getting some justice served to them. Um, as I hear that, uh, the individuals who are involved in the Andy No case will be facing justice in some names. I think, I think they had released some pictures and People have been going on and on and on about how the only reasons why the Antifa wear masks are because they are like subterranean mutants that have finally come up to see the light of day and they just can't deal with it. So anyways, um, 
let's see, in the news about Antifa facing justice in regards to the Andy No situation. Um, well, for one, it has come out that the uh, mayor, I think it was the mayor of that city, was in fact giving stand-down orders to the police of said city. And so... It's quite controversial if you think about it. Why would a mayor tell someone to stand down and allow citizens to be hurt and arrested? I'm sorry, not arrested, but hurt and um, assaulted is the word that I was looking for. It's not not the ideal situation for anyone. So with that being happened, that, that being the discovery, that will bring um, a huge investigation into the situation. So let's see. Mm, it doesn't seem like there's anything most recent, but yes, um, I, I do believe that they're facing charges, so it should put um, some sort of a message out to them that it is not okay to do so, because they're able to identify them. And the thing about Antifa is that most of them are, along with being Caucasian, um, they're also like, you know, uh, young, uh, their professors, their teachers, uh, that's probably the reason why they're specifically wearing their masks, is because uh, they would find out they're actually the supposed educators of our children in this modern day and age, or the supposed professors and uh, individuals of this day and age who are teaching our children the new ways and uh, the new thoughts of this new reality, and it's kind of scary, you know, um, a lot of the schools are co-opted themselves as is being found out. And, you know, I hear, like, China owns one. And then a lot of them will only take in, like, you know, rich people and stuff like that. So uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of corruption there in itself. And then, of course, there's the, uh, you know, the debt slavery that we face with, um, like, education loans and stuff like that. And that in itself is its own type of work complex and... It just, you know, it's a cycle, a vicious, a vicious, like, um, fiat cycle. It's a fiat currency and fiat knowledge and fiat points and fiat individuals who are just in it to spin their own version of reality and use our mental prowess and use our mental abilities to make it um, real for them. So we need to stop doing that for them like most definitely so anyways antifa trash now moving right along let's see what else was going on so we talked about epstein we talked about okay so let's speculate then where this is going to go because originally i thought you know hey they're going to take out alexander acosta and they're going to remove him as a member of the swamp etc good justice served he's going to jail well he comes out and smugly talks about you know all of that, including uh, the big the big piece of cake that no one's eating, um, that um, Epstein was basically a mole of some type. Um, so, hmm, what's going to happen next? That's that was a twist. Um, that was something you weren't expecting. It's been very entertaining. I don't know. I might be behind on this entire situation, but um, I think he is going to talk. And I think one of his former employees slash sex slave slash um, pedo victims um, is 
now informing the government of people whom he worked with and might be either working for immunity because this individual um, was in fact also a procurer and someone who uh, took and got received children for these individuals. Um, I see she's being an informant. So those are things to look forward to. There will be another development coming up from what we understand. Ray Chandler is the name some of y'all may recognize. So it's in, it's it's very interesting times, like I said, very queer times that we're living in. Only, you couldn't make half of this, this crap up, and it involves so many people. So now we're forgetting about the next piece of the puzzle, which is the Clintons, and how Bill and Hillary are related to that. And Bill has come out and lied about going, and... Uh, Bill and Epstein have always been the main anchors of this conspiracy mythology. This idea that some people made up a long time ago for no reason. You know, like, who would want to make up? Who would be malicious enough to make up that, you know, one of our former presidents, one of our revered leaders of the land, was in fact a child rapist that probably murdered them and sacrificed them in weird rituals in order to sustain or you know, uh, longer living or some shit like that. Some, or pardon me, I'm trying not to cuss because A, I like to try and remain professional in the public eye. It doesn't always happen. But B, also I'd like to keep this as like a family type show so I can keep it on open podcasting and not have to mark it as explicit. So, pardon my French. Anyways, so back to what I was saying. Um... My mind has totally evaded me, and you see, this is a thing that happens every now and then, so... Well... The Clintons... Doing... Bad things. Um, I don't, I don't know where this could go. I, I hear that their, it, their health is suddenly taken ill. Um, so there could be, I mean, a lot of this is ahead of its time, so a lot of things that are being told to us now probably happened a week or two, or if not more, back. So if they're saying that the Clintons' health is suddenly taking ill, then they may already be gearing them up for execution, or, no, probably not, I think they were in the news recently, they're, I don't know, I just think that, um, I don't know. Justice Ginsburg is dead, and I know that was kind of a left, uh, you know, a left left hand curveball right to the face. But no, um, a lot of people are involved, including Bill Clinton, and he's lied. He's lied about how many times he's been there, and they're finding evidence to show that he's been there more than he says he has, and uh, in more recent years than he claims to have been in contact with Epstein, and it just. It doesn't look good. And, you know, Biden is totally giving up on his Democratic run, and he's just tired of it. And he doesn't understand why the hell he's there if he's not going to win. So he's probably going to try and sell him out. Anyways, um, that's going on with Epstein right now. A lot more is going to come out. I think a lot of people should remain vigilant. Um, a lot of people should continue to follow this story. There's a lot of individuals who face being taken down um, because of this. There were blackouts.
to New York City, there was huge earthquakes in California. I don't think these are coincidental, although, I mean, maybe on a metaphysical level is what I'm talking about, not necessarily in a physical level, but, you know, stranger things have happened and history has written stranger events. So I'm not going to leave anything out of it. Now, uh, let's keep going. Okay, so we talked about Epstein. Let's put him to bed for now because Lord knows he put enough people to bed. Um, God, okay, so uh, AOC's been in the news, and I want to talk about her, and I want to talk about the wall because there seems to be some sort of a misunderstanding that I guess I'm hearing about, and I don't get it because, I mean, first of all, and I know this this probably sounds like virtue signaling. This probably sounds like a bleeding heart sentimentalism. This probably sounds like altruistic, you know, freaking uh, surrealistic, idealistic, um, I don't know, humanitarian, like, I, you know, just daydreaming, you know, like when... I say something like, hey, Kamala Harris, why don't you end homelessness in the state of California before you try and give away money to illegal citizens? And I'm serious. Like, I know that sounds like pipe dream, you know, because homelessness, I mean, it happens in any type of economy they say. I don't know, we haven't experienced the type of economy that's coming supposedly since like, you know, maybe the mid-1800s and before. So when we get to that point where the money that we use and create with is based on something that actually has value, so there's some merit to the things that are being done, um, we'll see how that goes. And then we'll talk about it. But for the time being, there are ways that they can end homelessness. When you talk about them, and by them I mean the people who currently represent the Democratic Party, which is quickly just becoming the Socialist Party, um, or if you want to call them, those who currently stand for the ideals that they claim are liberal, or those who say they're liberal, liberals and Democrats, um, when it comes to them, they would rather give away free health care, so free medicines, free doctor visits, etc. Um, free food, so free welfare, so free stamps, free food stamps, so free food and free things like, you know, uh, sustainables. And free education, so free schooling, free college probably, um, and I'm sure there's free housing in there somewhere. So they can do all of that for individuals who choose to come illegally to our country. And the reason why that is illegal is because if they were really seeking asylum, then they would go to a port of entry and not like try and cross the Rio Grande or cross, you know, the Chihuahua Desert or cross some mountain ranges or nothing like that. You know, they would probably do it the right way if they were genuinely coming for asylum, don't you think? So, with that idea in mind, Mrs. Kamala Harris, that's what I mean by... You could end homelessness. These facilities that they say are meant to hold a thousand or so are holding like four thousand plus or more 
probably more by now. And then we have people like AOC going down there and making a fake fraudulent stink. Like the fake fraudulent politician she's acting out and trying to be. Actually, I give her credit at being able to internalize the role of a politician much more than much more than that one that one individual from the Kavanaugh hearing that Dr. Sunshine or whatever her name was. She could not internalize her role for crap. She was the worst, 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 worst uh what is that? What, what kind of actor is that? She was the worst improvisational actor I've ever seen. Anyways, so AOC, though, she's very good. She She's very well, very well, um, uh, what do you call it? She very well uh, becomes that character. And so she goes down there and throws some sort of fake stink. And I haven't seen the videos yet. Supposedly, they're going to be for, available for mass distribution re- soon. But um, where she yells at them, and I saw one where she was saying she felt unsafe, and I guess she was being harassed by the officers there at the detention facility. And um, she said that she heard them tell them to drink water from the toilet when they asked for water. And uh, she was stammering in the car. It was such great theater. Alexandria Occasional Cortex. Such great theater. She was like, and this is them on their best behavior. This is them on their best behavior when they know they're having a congressional visit. That's them. Oh my. And I'm like, wow. And then like, he's like, did you actually see them drink from the toilet? And she rolls up her window and she's gone. So, she's such a good actress. Um, this woman voted no to giving said facilities money and funding to expand or to get beds for children. She stopped that deal. She thought it was wrong for that company to give those agencies beds because I guess she couldn't see them improving their facilities because that was wrong because those facilities are wrong and you don't want to give beds to, you know, um, you don't want to give beds to uh, concentration camps, you know, that's not a good political image to have. Um, it's not a good political image to have concentration camps on your border. In fact, it's not a good image to have borders on your country. And that is the progressive worldview of her, I'm pretty sure. But anyways, this hoo-ha, this dope, this fraud, this fake, this phony... Um, this charlatan, this, I don't know, what else, what other, what other fun word could I come up, come up for her? Um, this fop, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, votes no on a bill to fund these very buildings, and then goes down there and, like, politically blames them for everything that's going wrong with the facility and the border, when she couldn't even say yes to giving that money so that these supposed children in cages, these ones that have been uh, circulating in the media, the pictures, all of them from the years of the Obama administration, he had the kids in cages down there. And those pictures are not from Trump. Oh, and what about the kids that are being separated from their family? Um, pretty sure that uh, the reason why they're being separated is because they're probably not with an actual family member. And 
it's protocol to separate these children. They have to ask them questions individually. They can't ask them as a group. And you see them in 20 years. Sorry, they see them in 20 minutes. <laughs> and then they return. So, I just don't understand what people mean by concentration camps. Or what they mean by... Let me tell you something. Though that's the way some of those facilities are made. Um, I've seen those in real life. There are toilets that are attached, and they have sinks attached to the back of them. It's just a single, like, plumbing system. It's not separated like you have in your standard bathrooms. They have to save space, for crying out loud. And they should be fortunate enough they had toilet paper. So, I don't know what... Oh, no, you know what, Alexandria? Here's even the biggest thing, okay? They don't have to stay there. Like, everyone is making this huge deal. Everyone is making this huge deal about them being, like, prisoners or concentration camp members, whatever. They... Asylees, political asylees. They try to become asylees illegally, like, improperly. Like, there's certain things, you, know, you can't just, like, bull rush, you know, the gate. Like, you have to kind of be like, hey, hey, we want asylum. Can you help us out here? Hey, you saw the way that, um, that one dude did it in England. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Like, he called and asked for asylum. And these people are just, like, rushing the gate and then expecting to be asylum, like, have asylum. And I don't know. I guess I just keep saying, like, people like, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Kamala Harris and, I don't know, fucking, excuse me, <laughs> Elizabeth Edwards, um, Joe Biden, although maybe not so much as more, but they, they, in fact... Uh, think that we all are stupid enough to believe that kind of horse crap. So it's just frustrating. So because these people are these people that believe them are out there just saying things that, that they're just saying things to say them, and they're acting like they're right. And I don't get it. I don't think. I, I guess they think that that we're doing that. Like they think we're the ones who are um, actually making things up and talking like it's true. Like I I don't know. I find that to be interesting that a lot of people have that kind of worldview and i don't know i just if you speak from a place of truth you don't really kind of have to like worry about it in my opinion so um anyways they they make things up it's frustrating and um this woman lied to the american people she lied to her constituents she lied to her peers she lied to the president she lied to everyone um when she said the things that she said about the border and i think it's outrageous um in fact i guess even recently uh, Pence went down there. I'm not a fan of his, and um, the Border Patrol people, um, one of the, I guess, the individual who invited them to begin with went down, and he gave a tour as well, so there was definitely some reproach that she was f facing for this incident, and um, she's continuing to try and press the issue, but she is continually getting schooled because 
Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is a fake and fraudulent politician. She is an actor who internalizes improvs well, and she does not believe a lick of what she's talking about, although she might tell you she does, but she was found by the Justice Democrats, and that is a political action committee that she represents. Um, I'm sure they feed her the talking lines because, after all, they are the ones who believe in the Green New Deal, and, uh, I mean, all of her talking points are their talking points. Like, what she stands for politically, that's what they are calling for, politically speaking. So, when you think about it that way, I mean, really, she is she's a, f- a fake and fraud. Like, they, they just, they're giving her the points and they're telling her what to speak. And I guess maybe she, she has some of those ideas herself and they're just growing the rest of them for her. I could give them that. I could make up that little reality for them if they want. But, I mean, ultimately speaking, I mean, that is who they are. So, uh, who are the Justice Democrats? Ooh, scary question. Or is it an interesting question? No, it's not a scary question. Um, They're, like I said, they're a political action committee. They came about in the wake of the presidential election. Uh, some of the founders include um, Chunk Yerger, or whatever his name is. What is his name? His name is Chank Weiger of the TVT people. I hate to give them any kind of credit or promotion, but I guess cr- uh, credit is due or credit is due, huh, Chunk? So um, he helped found the Justice Democrats in uh, January of 2017. And, um, I guess two other peoples were, oh, former leaders of the Bernie campaign for 2016. So, uh, more members of the Justice Democrats. Anyway, so, um, that's their platform, uh, as I was saying. Um, they have the Green Deal, they have the $15 work minimum, or money for everyone uh, to have from the government. Um, they support, you know, a lot of social programs. Uh, they believe the world is coming to an end in 12 years. No, I don't know that that's, I don't know that that's true. I think she may have been saying that if we don't, uh, do something about climate change, then whenever it is that they say that, like then, oh, it's ending in 12 years. I'm sure she's speaking in hyperbole, but I mean, people just love to run with things and I don't know, maybe that's where her, Maybe that's where the spin on her intelligence began, <laughs> because she, ooh, Lord, she is something else. But um, if not anything, she is persistent, and she is very well resolved in her decisions, and I think that really is just what her trick is. Um, she can make you believe by force of word and force uh, and conviction of thought that what she's saying is true. She will look at you with her insanely wide and crazy eyes, and you will know. You will, you will know that what she's saying is true. That's a trick that they use, I'm sure. But she does have those big doughy eyes, Miss Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And ma'am, uh, when I say things like that, I'm not hitting on you because I am gay after all, and. I am not misogynistic. I love everyone, so you can't use that one either. Anyways, so that's just a little bit of truth. Um, The Democrats, uh, the the justice Democrats, justice frauds. Um, And let's see. uh, So, oh, but hey, this is just, this just goes to show that um, you can put your words and ideas into action because not only were the justice Democrats... um, 
Not only were they successful in getting Miss Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, not only were they successful at getting her elected as a Democratic member of Congress, this progressive mad hat, um, she is the Democratic Congress representative for New York State District 14. Not only did they get her in, they had... 26 of their members win the primary elections for the Democrats in 2018. 26 members won the primary primary elections. That's massive. And of those 26 members, seven of them won seats in the general election. That's right. This supposed Democratic, but really progressive political action committee, got seven of their found members elected. Um, and I think they put ads out or something to that effect. Um, and I really do believe she's not a politician. And of course they say, you know, um, she came from like being a bartender. Okay, who cares? You know, Donald Trump was a business person. Who cares? We have a rioter in the Democratic election. Yay. I mean, that makes me happy too, but I'm not going to follow her. She might be like JK Rowling anyways, or she might be like Stephen King. God. But, um, she, I think, is more of an actor, not any of that. And um, I know she was summa cum laude or something. She very intelligent, whatever. But, or is she? Who knows? Occasional cortex. Um, I just think that she's taking their points and she's doing just that. And she is their spearhead or she's their figurehead of the Justice Democrats' uh, Progressive Political Action Committee. Anyway, so the seven elected, let's see, who were they? Some of the names you will recognize, but um, we have Ben Jealous, believe it or not, and he is the governor of Maryland, and um, Christine Hallquest, and she is the governor of Vermont. So it kind of makes me wonder, because what could be going on over there, or what is going on there, or what plans are being had to have in the states of Vermont and Maryland with these two individuals from the Justice Democrats on as their governors. Very interesting. Huh? So it's something you could watch. And then we have, um, let's see, Raul Grijalva, Raul Grijalva, District 3 of Arizona. Um, let's see, this person's name is Ro Kahana. District 17, California. Um, Ayana Prosky, a District 7, Massachusetts. Um, Rashida Talib, Michigan, District 13. Um, Ilhan Omar, Minnesota, District 5. Uh, Pramila Jayapath, and that would be in a Washington State. District 9. And of course, everyone's favorite little sweetheart, the cute little Missy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, whose occasional cortex grants her the nickname AOC. So, um, when uh, the suddenly racist Nancy Pelosi states that there are only four people that they have to worry about, they're actually talking about seven. Um with a possible 19 more that could have joined their ranks and really 
change the face of the Democratic Party. But hey, that's what they're there for. So you will have these progressives parading around as socialists, trying to be Democrats, and now they're trying to oust members of their party. You kind of want to feel bad for them, but I kind of feel like the Democratic Party was probably the party of the bankers and the financiers and the debt slavers to begin with, and the Republican Party was the party of the patriots and the people who believed in the rule of law and used that as a way to get out of theocracy. And that's just the long and short of it. And so let them eat themselves, as they say the crazy and the cannibals do in their final hours. That's what's going to happen. Until then, I'd keep my eyes on the Justice Democrats and the fraudulent AOC to see what they're going to do. Um, I think she'd probably serve as an example of, um, of what we do to politicians who are uh, whose intents for the land are um, second-handed and ill. And um, I don't mean anything by that um, as far as... Um, threatening. I mean, like, having her resign, or not only resign, but tar and feather time, baby. Um, after all, we will be seeing a public hearing for the um, investigations that are going on in the treason and collusion and coup d'etat that was being planned against President number 45, Donald Trump, who is making every attempt and being successful so far to bring this country back to its original intent and free from the hand of slavery and debt slavery that had captured it with the death of its last true president, John F. Kennedy, another individual who tried to take the country back. Well... Trump has made America great again. Will he keep it great? We will see. Tune again next time, because we'll have more news for you and more rant. Don't forget, the border is important. If you come here as an immigrant legally, we love it. If you do it illegally, you're not helping anyone you can always go back home. We still love you. And for you listeners, y'all make sure y'all stay in the love and the light. We love you. I love you. Have a great day, a great morning, a great evening, and a great night. This is Michael signing off for Queer Voice, because we are living in queer time.